the god of hellfire and i bring you fire hello ladies and gentlemen today we're going to talk about the video game awards or the game awards 2018 which will be held december 6th 5 30 p.m pst so yeah uh it's going to be a big award uh this award has been around for some time but it has changed its name and various things over the years uh i remember back when it was called vgx and um they debuted trailers for skyrim uncharted and uh, you know mass effect 3 so yeah it's always been a big thing uh, vgx when they showed new trailers debut trailers for video games that they've always been very cool however recent years you could say that maybe it's not that exciting anymore but this year we hear that it's going to be way more exciting than last year at least well before we continue i'm just going to you know make a little prediction uh for the game of the year obviously we have celeste god of war monster hunter world red dead redemption 2 assassin's creed odyssey and spider-man and this is a fantastic list i mean the list of all of these games shows just how great this year has been celeste is a wonderful game god of war was a seriously beautiful game much better than god of war 3 because it had a great story great world and I, I don't think it's going to win Game of the Year, but if Red Dead Redemption didn't come this year, it would have. Monster Hunter World, another fantastic game that is just simply amazing. It's just a true um, RPG, and you know you can just hunt these monsters, and you have to have many factors before you go in at it. And... Uh, we have more. We have Red Dead Redemption 2, which obviously is fantastic already. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which I seriously liked. It was much better than expected. And Spider-Man, who also I thought it was something really cool. And, well, today would win Game of the Year. I don't think that would happen. But still, it's really cool. Uh, as for, you know, other uh, list of nominations we're just gonna you know try and make a few you know guesses about you know who's gonna win who's not gonna win uh so my prediction is as follows i believe the game of the year will be given to red dead redemption 2 this is not even a question it's seriously easy to think about it when it comes to best ongoing game, we have Destiny 2, we have Fortnite, No Man's Sky, Overwatch, and Rainbow Six Siege. If I were one of the judges, I wouldn't give Destiny the benefit of even getting nominated, given how it's been, well, working so far. So, no, I'm not going to give it um, the award. As for Fortnite, Fortnite will probably win, mainly because, you know, it's too famous right now. I never liked Fortnite. I played it for some time, but it wasn't my cup of tea. No Man's Sky, hell no. I don't think it's going to win. It's uh, it's not that good right now, even after all this time. It, it had, like, you know, two years of updates, and it's getting better, but it's not that good either. Overwatch, you can say that they keep improving, but I think out of Overwatch and Rainbow Six Siege, Rainbow Six is probably the one that is actually working so hard to 
um, do their best to keep improving, even though they have many bugs and you know they have many controversies here and there. But still, they're working their asses off. So between Overwatch, Rainbow, and Fortnite, this ongoing game, I'm I'm gonna give the edge to Overwatch for now. However, in my opinion, Overwatch um, probably doesn't deserve it, given how terrible they are at balancing the game right now. Whereas Previously, they were much better, but it can easily go to Fortnite or Rainbow Six. The reason I chose Overwatch is that Overwatch is a critic darling. If we're going by the vote of fans, Fortnite is definitely going to win because of fan votes. Then we come to Best Game Direction, awarded to a studio for outstanding creative vision and innovation. Well, right off the bat, A Way Out is truly innovative, so I'm going to give it the edge here. When it comes to Detroit's Become Human, there's nothing innovative here. In fact, I thought the game got very boring. God of War, woof, very nicely done. So, so far, God of War gets the edge. Marvel Spider-Man, not really an edge over God of War. But then we have Rockstar's Red Dead Redemption. So, sorry, God of War. I'm going to give this to Red Dead Redemption without any other thought. Best narrative for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. Detroit. I'm not gonna even count it. God of War had a really good narrative. I haven't played last, uh, sorry, Life is Strange 2. And I think that's not really fair to put one episode here. Then we have Marvel Spider-Man and Red Dead Redemption 2. So between God of War and Red Dead Redemption 2, I'm gonna go with Red Dead Redemption 2 because the narrative was truly something amazing and really just baffled me at how amazing it was. Then we have Best Art Direction for outstanding creative and or techno technical achievement in artistic design and animation. When it comes to artistic design and animation, we have a lot of people here. We have Red Dead Redemption 2, we have God of War, and we have Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Between God of War and Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I'm going to say Assassin's Creed Odyssey did its best to be perhaps the best Assassin Creed to go forward with this art direction. So I think it truly deserves kind of a recognition, but I don't think it can win because compared to Red Dead Redemption 2, Red Dead has a much more vibrant world and looks much better. However, it's a very close call between Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Red Dead Redemption 2. I want to give the edge to Assassin's Creed Odyssey because not only was it really um, beautiful, but it was seriously well designed and well thought about. I mean, if any of these judges ever went to Greece and then played the game, they would know how hard these guys actually were to recreate the ancient Greece. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna go with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Best score music presented by Spotify. We have God of War, which I give the edge to, no reason. Marvel Spider-Man, Nino Kuni, Octopath Traveler, Red Dead Redemption, and the first one I forget to say, Celeste. So between uh, Celeste and God of War, I'm going to go with God of War. God of War had a really amazing soundtrack. Red Dead Redemption, I never really you know, felt that well about it, but I'm going to give God of War the edge. Then we have Best Audio Design presented by Dolby, recognizing the best in-game audio and sound design. We have Black Ops 4, Forza Horizon, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 2. Reddit is pretty much in everything. <laughs> so best audio design, 
uh, when it comes to in-game audio and sound, I'm going to give the edge to Forza Horizon over Black Ops. When it comes to God of War, um, you know, basically we're talking about sound effects and things like that. So God of War has good sound effects, but Spider-Man also has a good one, like not bad. Red Dead Redemption has more accurate ones. So it comes really down to Red Dead and Forza Horizon, but I'm going to give the edge to Forza Horizon mainly because it's always way more impressive to hear those engine sounds than horse sounds. Best performance for voiceover acting, motion, and or performance capture. We have Christopher Judge as Kratos, God of War. Ryan Deckard as Connor, Detroit Become Human. We have... Well, give me a sec. Melisanfi Mahout as Cassandra, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I hope I said that correctly. Very difficult name. Roger Clark as Arthur Morgan, Red Dead Redemption 2. Yuri Lowenthal as Peter Parker, Sp Marvel's Spider-Man PS4. Well, right off the bat, Connor was an amazing performance from Brian Deckard. He was absolutely stunning. He was the highlight of the game for me. So I would love to give the edge to him. However, then we have Christopher Judge, who was equally as amazing as Kratos and gave a new um, field of view for us fans to view Kratos in a different light. So maybe Kratos so far? Then we have Cassandra, who I loved in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And now I'm going to be like, oh, come on. Between Kratos and Cassandra? That's very difficult. But I gotta say Cassandra was really natural, really good. And whew, very difficult to choose. But then we have Roger Clark as Arthur Morgan. And to be honest, I think I should give the edge to Roger, mainly because at first I hated Arthur. But the more I played with him, I loved him to the point that, you know, I really, really missed him when he actually died. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Should have played the game. So then we have Yuri Lowenthal. Even though I like him as Spider-Man compared to Arthur... Nah, I'm still going to go with Arthur. Sorry. So I think that Arthur is going to win. Then we have games for impact for a thought-provoking game with a profound pro-social meaning or messages. 11.11, Memories Retold, Celeste, Florence, Life is a Strange, Episode 1. Life is a Strange 2, sorry, Episode 1. The Missing, J.J. Macfield and the Island of Memories. I would definitely give this to Celeste. There's... I haven't actually played any of these games, but going by how Celeste is all over the place, including Game of the Year, so it's very obvious that it's going to win this category. So I give this to Celeste, and I'm going to actually go and download the game to play and say if it's good or not. Then we have Best Independent Game for Outstanding Creative and Technical Achievement in a Game Made Outside the Traditional Publisher System. Celeste, Dead Cells, into the Breach, Return of the Obra Din, and The Messenger. Again, I'm going to give the edge to Celeste, but Dead Cells also is a very strong contender. I actually have played that game, so Celeste for now. Best mobile game, Donut County, Florence, Fortnite, PUBG, Reigns, Game of Thrones. I haven't played Reigns. It actually costs a lot. So for a mobile game, I'm not, gonna, I'm not willing to pay $5 for this. I mean, it's a mobile game. Come on. And we have Fortnite and PUBG, which I think is kind of unfair. But they're there. So 
I am going to go with Dillon County. I actually played that game. It's really cool. I like it. Either Dillon County or Fortnite is going to win this, without a doubt. Then we have Best VR or AR game, Virtual Reality or Augmented Reality games. For the best game experience playable in virtual or augmented reality, irrespective of platform. We have Astrobot Rescue Mission, which had a Metacritic score of 91, Beat Saber with 83, Firewall Zero Hour. I'm not sure if this actually had a good score. We have Moss and Tetris Effect, who again was a pretty good game. However, I'm going to give the total edge here to Astrobot Rescue Mission, so I'm going to vote for that, mainly for one reason, that basically this game is a critical darling and people love it. People truly love it. I have seen many, many um, videos about this and it makes me, you know, very excited to see this game. Um, so, all right, then we have, you know, so like I said, best VR game goes to um, Astrobot. Now let's go on to the other categories. Best action game. For the best game in the action genre focused on combat. Call of Duty, Black Ops 4, Dead Cells, Destiny 2 Forsaken, Far Cry 5, Mega Man 11. To be honest, all of these are amazing games. However, I'm going to just simply put some of these away right, right off the bat. When it comes to action, I think Mega Man 11 has the best chance to win. When it comes to Far Cry 5, Far Cry 5 was good, but not good enough. Destiny Forsaken is a pretty good game after so many updates, but still a far cry from winning an award. Dead Souls was a very nice game, very thought-provoking. Then we have Call of Duty Black Ops 4. If Black Ops 4 is going to win simply because, you know, it's much more famous, it's going to be unfair because Black Ops 4 doesn't have much to say in terms of action when it comes to, you know, innovation and stuff like that. But Dead Souls is truly something unique. So, without anything else, I'm going to go for um, basically best action game when it comes to this one. So, now... Let's get to best action adventure game. For the best action adventure game, combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. We have Assassin's Creed Odyssey, we have God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 2, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider. So, sorry to all of these guys here, but yeah. Sorry, I'm going to give my vote to Red Dead Redemption simply because, well, if, if, if Red Dead Redemption didn't come here, God of War and Assassin's would have a lot to fight about. But still, I would go on and give the benefit of the doubt to um, basically um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey because you know, Assassin's Creed Odyssey really embraced that thing. Then we come to best role-playing game. For the best game designed with rich player character customization and progression, including massively multiplayer experience, we have Dragon Quest XI, Echoes of an Elusive Age, Monster Hunter World, Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom, Pillars of Eternity, Octopath Traveler. Without a doubt, I'm going to go with uh, Monster Hunter. And to be honest, it's, it's kind of sad for 
everyone that basically we have every game here that we have is a Japanese game. Then we have best fighting game or the best game designed primarily around head-to-head -head combat. This is even without a doubt who's going to win. We have Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. I think it's by the same developer as Dragon Ball Fighters. Then we have Dragon Ball Fighters, Soul Calibur 6, Street Fighter Arcade Edition. Sorry, guys, but Dragon Ball Fighters is amazing, and I voted for that. It's going to definitely win. Best family game. For the best game appropriate for family play, irrespective of genre or platform. Mario Tennis Ace, Nintendo Labo, Overcooked 2, Starlink, Battle for Atlas, Super Mario Party. Well, this is very difficult. We have a lot of Mario and Nintendo stuff here. To be honest, I'm going to go for Nintendo Labo because simply it's very um, innovative, really cool thing. And so I'm going to go with that. But to be honest, Super Mario Party is just as fun, really cool game. It might win. Best strategy game, best game focused on real-time or turn-based strategy gameplay. Again, irrespective of platform. The Banner Saga Free, Battletech, Frostpunk, Into the Bridge, and Val Valkyria Chronicles 4. I really have no idea what these games are, so <laughs> I'm going to try my luck and go with Into the Breach. Just voted for it. I, I really have no idea what these games are. Then we have Best Sports or Racing Game, FIFA 19, for Forza Horizon 4, Mario Tennis Ace, NBA 2K19, Pro Evolution Soccer 2019. Without a doubt, Forza Horizon 4. Even though all these other games are really impressive, FIFA, NBA, but still, come on, Forza. Best multiplayer game for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op and massively multiplayer experiences, irrespective of game genre. Call of Duty Black Ops 4, Destiny 2, Forsaken, Fortnite, Monster Hunter World, and ugh, Sea of Thieves. Well, when it comes to best multiplayer, without a doubt, they're going to vote for Fortnite. And we're probably not going to see Call of Duty get their spot. So we're just going to vote for Fortnite mainly because, you know, that's, that's how things work. Best student game awarded to the best student project created at the high school or college level. Combat 2018-Quasar, Jira, Lyft. And recharge. <laughs> I don't know which is which, so I'm gonna go with Jira. It looks really cool. It was actually made in Spain by DigiPen um, Bilbao. I hope I said that correctly. If I didn't, I'm sorry. Moving on. Best debut indie game, Donut County, Florence, Moss, The Messenger, and Yoku's Island Express. Without a doubt, Donut County is going to win. It's a seriously cool game. If you haven't played it, go and play it. It's really nice, really um, innovative, and it's seriously nice. Best esports game for the game that has delivered the best overall esports experience for players, inclusive of tournaments, community support, and content updates. All right. <coughs> Ooh, sorry. 
<laughs> we have CSGO, we have Dota 2, Fortnite, League of Legends, and Overwatch. Overwatch is seriously a great contender, but then we have League of Legends, and we have Fortnite, Dota, and CSGO. My vote definitely goes for League of Legends. I have played League of Legends and Dota, and I can say that League of Legends is truly amazing and truly delivers many, many updates. So definitely go for that. Now, best esports player. I have no idea who these guys are. I'm just going to look at their names and um, 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 who do I even vote for? I have no idea who these guys are. I'm going to go with New York Excelsior. I, I'm guessing New York Excelsior respond, you know, is talking about Overwatch. Best esports team. I really don't know any of them. I'm going to go with OG. Damn, they actually get good pictures. Then we have, come on, this esports coach. Dude, I don't know any of these guys. All right, I'm going to go with Danny Zonic um, Sorensen. Jesus. Esports event, come on. I'm going to, I actually know some of them, but I'm going to go with Evo. Evo is really cool. If you haven't, you know, ever watched it, it's really cool. Just watch it. It, it pumps you up. We have best esports host. Oh, come on. Is all of this about this? I'm going to vote for the lady here. She looks nice. She looks like my friend's wife. Best esport moments. Oy, oy, oy. Uh, Sonic Fox. Side switch against Geo DB. Oh, yeah. I actually seen this one. It was seriously cool. Really cool. Really. If you haven't seen it, it's a wonderful fight, and if you like Dragon Ball Z, you can learn a lot from these guys. Content creator of the year, Dr. Lapu, Myth, Ninja, Pokimane, seriously, and Willie Rex, Ninja, obviously. He's been all over the news. Why did he die? Is her blue? All right, then. This was all the nominees. I hope that you guys uh, enjoyed it, and, you know, we voted. So... Let's hope that, you know, uh, these guys that I voted for would win. Otherwise, it would really suck if I lose because, come on, I did so much for you guys. All right, then. So these are all the nominees. We start from Game of the Year and came down. So now we're going to talk about all the rumors that talk about whether or not we're going to see some games or not. And what trailers are going to debut, what trailers are not going to debut, things like that. So, without any further ado, let's dig in deep. First thing that we heard was that Rocksteady is going to appear at Game Awards, to which I will say no. That is definitely not happening. They said that Rocksteady is going to come out and introduce their new game, which is not a Superman game, but a game as a service, which includes the Justice League so, to be honest, I don't think they're going to come at the at these awards. They have been at these awards previously. That was VGX a long time ago with Batman Arkham City. So, I'm not sure if they're going to return. But if they do, it's going to be a big surprise. And I'm not sure if it's going to happen. But let's keep our fingers crossed. I do want to see what they're working on. Next thing that we heard is that we have something called Alien Blackout. 
since they said that they're going to have 10 new games at this awards show, it's not out of the question to think that maybe, yeah, um, our, uh, our friends Alien Blackout might actually appear there. It's not that hard to think about it. So we're going to go with it and say that there's a good possibility that this game will appear and there's a um, pretty much good evidence behind it to say that yes they will actually appear then of course we have some other things some other games that um are probably um gonna appear in a very basic way to confirm uh, one of them is death stranding there's a very good reason that uh, Death Stranding will appear because Kojima is scheduled to appear and he's a very good friend of Jeff Knightley. And besides, we heard a lot of rumors that um, this game is going to appear and the release date is going to be there. Next thing, we heard that Mortal Kombat 11 is going to be revealed. They also said some details have been leaked. They said that it will have four years of development cycle, one year for concept, three-year full development, uh, concepting started when they wanted to make MKX. Adventure mode has two-player co-op, online or single, drop-in, drop-out. It has proper adventure mode, new version of Shaolin Monk's type of gameplay. You can play or customize your character. Please don't do that. Story mode and adventure are different. Story of... Uh, if I, I think it means involve, but it says story evolves about three main character. What the hell? Punishing Raiden. Yes, he's now being punishing anyone trying to even dare attack Elfram. We have Emperor Liu Kang and Empress Kitana. And they are preparing an army to try and find something of stone left ages, left from ages of those DT gods in MK Universe, the Elder Gods actually. Shang Tsung and Rico made a deal with Kodal Khan to protect and rule on the world, outworld security. Uh, it uses Unreal Engine 4. Uh, animation cancel is actually not ready, but something of pseudo of it. Much as you can expect from a Western company, looks infinitely better than MKX in terms of animation, something similar to UMK. All right. They also say Fujin is a playable character. They say Johnny Cage, Goro, Sonya, Kano, Baraka, Melina, Ferrator are 100% not playable. All right. So this means that basically all the characters are not playable. Take this with a grain of salt. We're not going to say that they will happen, so take it. Then we have a rumor that the Avengers Project will make an appearance at Game Awards. If you remember, Square Enix showed the trailer of this Avengers trailer, Avengers Project, but never really showed it off. The, and the Russo brothers are supposed to make an appearance at Game Awards. So two things can happen. One, they're debuting the Avengers trailer there, so that is kind of doubtful. Two, they're just there to present an award. Three, they actually want to showcase the Avengers Project game, which may or may not be set in the Spider-Man universe. So we don't know, but it can happen. I think it will actually happen because, you know, even without the Russo brothers, it should happen. It's been a long time now. So then we have Borderlands 3. Uh, Borderlands 3 was announced a long time ago, and they said they need the help of people to actually bring it here. So I hope that it will actually um, appear. I really, really hope that it will. 
Then, of course, we have Splinter Cell being teased in the Game Awards hype trailer. And yes, that this kind of a hype and tease was basically, you know, for the trailer. And I think I don't think it actually counts because it was showing the games from last year. And they thought, you know, it was a good idea to show Sam Fisher in the trailer since he appeared in Wildlands. But there's a good chance they will. We also heard that Obsidian is gearing up to announce a new game that many people think is related to Bioshock. However, since Obsidian has been bought by Microsoft, this means that if there is a Bioshock game, it will not appear on PS3. Do remember that in the past when Bioshock 1 came, it didn't appear on PS3 for a long time. And when it did, it was mainly because Sony went and talked to the director and said, come on, our console's a good thing. Then, of course, uh, we have more things. We also have something saying that, you know, uh, Rocksteady won't be announcing any game at Game Awards, but WB Games Montreal might actually announce something that might be DC-related. We actually hear that there is a DC-related thing. Um, we also heard rumors that Metroid Prime might appear. We heard um, Rage 2 will show a new trailer. Obviously, they will. Maybe Fortnite will show a trailer simply because they have the money to. Cyberpunk will not be at Game Awards. Do keep this in mind. They won't be. Uh... There, there's been rumors about Skyward Sword uh, saying that it's coming back or whatever. But So that rumor has been killed by Nintendo. Anthem is going to appear at the Game Awards. They did release a Game Awards teaser trailer. They're going to sh be shown there. So yes, Anthem will be there. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was said to be released at the same time as Episode Nine. And there's a good possibility that we're going to get a trailer for that game here at Game Awards, regardless of whether it's going to be just an announcement or demo or whatever. It's going to still appear. Um, by the way, for those of you thinking that Avengers 4 trailer will be um, happening this Wednesday, we just heard from Collider a few hours ago, actually, that that's not possible. They're not going to do it, so don't get too happy. They say it's been pushed back again, so that's weird. Then we have Ghost of Tsushima, which we hear will also uh, showcase its new trailer alongside the release date. Probably Devil May Cry 5 might appear. Uh, it's not a 100% promise, but it might. So that's it. That's all the things we have right now. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I really hope that, you know, we get to see some really, really cool new games from many developers because it's been a long time coming. And do keep in mind that this Game Awards and these games introduced might be the last games for this generation, considering that 2020 will be the year to see the new um, consoles. By final games, I mean that basically um, some of these games have a really long development cycle so they might not appear even for the final year of this generation they, they may appear but they will be cross-play with the next one most probably to maximize their sales and at the same time keep in mind that you know as much as we guys like to see more games ghost of tsushima and death stranding will probably alongside last of us to be the final games for ps4 as exclusives so thank you guys for joining us. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope this was um, really eye-opening. 
don't forget game awards will happen um on december 6th and that's it thank you guys for joining i hope you guys have a good day and give me your thoughts on whether or not 